world of warcraft community is the best community ever it is so good you're on how much it's helped solidify friendships you know like the third faction is the important is truly the most important because we all have a say in it hello and welcome to the third faction your good people in gaming podcast it's sunday december the 5th 2021 this is show number 34 i'm your host demetinoth but you can call me demi unfortunately bricko isn't able to join us today and we all wish him well and look forward to talking to him again very soon but our guest today is the second half and some would say better half of the great podcast lfr it's sarith hi sarith how are you hey demi i'm doing good how are you doing I'm doing very, very well. How was your week in World of Warcraft or any other game that you've been playing around with this week? Uh, I haven't had too much gaming time. I've, I've played around a little bit in the GTA remakes because oh. I like to remember when I had <laughs> free time to game. But I did get AOTC on Sylvanas. Nice. Congratulations. The raid team got it. Uh, the full raid team. Well, most of the raid team got it like two weeks ago. A few of us weren't there, and uh, we got her down again this week. So Brilliant. I bet uh, that was a too. nice feeling. Yeah, I am so over that fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do you happen to know how many pulls you had on her? I think I was at, I think that was my 66th pull. Okay, like yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, we're not and, there yet, but we're... I think we're we're six for ten on heroic. Um, we've had a bit of a problem because our raid leader, the wonderful retake control, properly properly broke his left arm about <laughs> a month ago now, and to the point where he's like he's he's got titanium pins and stuff in his shoulder, oh, no. and he's got a scar going from his collarbone down underneath his arm, around to his armpit. You know, he properly did himself an injury, and because he does all our strats and stuff. Um, we've struggled a bit without having him, but he did come back this week. Um, so yeah, and at, at we'll six get there. Ten, you guys are into those technical fights now. Yes, it's not. <laughs> um, I am not a raid leader. I'm. A, I'm. I would say I'm all right as a guild leader, but I am not a raid leader. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, we've missed him a lot. So um, yeah, we'll we'll be very happy to get him back. But that's awesome to get AOTC. I hope we will get there. If we don't. It's fine. We're super casual. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just that fight. It's it's like ten minute pulls. Like you're popping yeah. arrow twice. So it's like you get to phase three and you wipe in phase three, and it's just like, ah, uh. yeah. It's hot. I mean, even on normal. I mean, we face yeah, roll on just normal a long now. It's yeah. such a long fight. Yeah, it is a long fight. Yeah, is it? Uh, is it? Fate scribes also exactly timed ten minutes, isn't it? So if you don't get him down in ten minutes, he enrages and you'll die anyway. So yeah, fate scribe. The DPS part isn't too hard. It's just just the dance. Yeah, and yeah. everybody has to know what to do on circles and heroic because anybody can get it. You can't yeah. choose who's going to get it like you can in normal. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that bit, but I'm a tank, mm -hmm. so hopefully I'll. I'll still be able to dodge that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Shall we get to the business of the day then? Sounds good. 
Greetings, sir and or ma'am. Well, normally at this point, I would be saying, so Bricko, would you like the standard questions or the community questions? What would you like to do? But he's not here. So I'm afraid it's going to be all me. Um, <laughs> but if we start off with our standard questions, uh, blue team, red team or purple team? Uh, you know, when I first started listening to the show, the answer was easily red team. Then it became purple. Now it's blue. I don't play Horde anymore. I still love the Horde, but the only tunes I play are Alliance. You faction swapped. How's that feel? Um, I did it to play with the guild I'm in. I'm in, uh, we're the Timbermaw Tavern now over there. The formerly the Catalina wine mixer with, uh, with Jin and Lex and a bunch of other really good people. So yeah, it was worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they are good people, yeah. How was it I so I've always played a bit of both. I am mainly Alliance, but I have always played a bit of both. It do you think is there a culture difference on one side of the faction than the other? Not that I've noticed, but I'm really when I'm playing I have pretty much all chat turned off except for guild yeah. chat. So I'm not really seeing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm the same. I turn tend to turn off general as well and trade and all the rest of it, so but it's, I think when you've built a nice community to be part of as well, it's easy just to get lost in that and not have to deal with mm-hmm. the outside stuff. So, yeah. How did you start playing World of Warcraft and what got you hooked? Um, my best friend got me into it uh, like probably 14 years ago. It was pretty early BC. Yeah. He had been playing Warcraft 3 and he's like, I'm going to start playing World of Warcraft. You should get it. So I did. Didn't care for it at first. Eventually rolled a warlock. Yeah. Loved how it played and haven't actually stopped since. I've taken breaks, but <laughs> playing ever since. So And are you still playing the same warlock? Have you brought I it am. over he's, to the Alliance? He's been through a couple. He went from undead to blood elf. Now he's a void elf. So he's been around the block, but it's still yeah. the same warlock. Yeah. Yeah, I I would not give up my Death Knight. The only way I would give up my Death Knight is if we got cross-faction and I could play a Nightborn Death Knight, but even that would be hard. I might actually have to race change her so that I get to keep the name <laughs> rather than roll it. I have got a Nightborn Death Knight, but I don't know if I could actually play her. Anyway, uh, what? so you, you've obviously you've talked a little bit about raiding. You mentioned at the, in the intro that you've recently got AOTC. Apart from raiding, what else do you really enjoy in the game? Is there like, do you do questing? Have you got lots of alts? Is it a bit of PvP? Is there something else that floats your boat? I have quite a few alts. Um, I had, by the end of BFA, I had one of every class except for Priest. Nice. Next level. Um, I haven't played alts quite as much now um, as the pandemic has kind of lessened and. Mm work has picked up and I don't have the time and you know we had another kid so that really eats up the time that kind of yeah <laughs> um but I do that I love the lore so I do love quest quest like leveling and questing just to experience the lore and now I'm starting to roll alts on the alliance side so I can see the alliance side of the lore I've never seen yeah so I've got one going through uh BFA I've got one going through warlords just to see all the questing I never saw Mount farming. Oh, okay. I've been running ICC since 
missed <gasps> almost. It feels like every week, but I know I've missed quite a few weeks, but that horse just won't drop. Is, and is that the one that's the most elusive for you? Yep. Yeah. I've gotten most of the other raid mounts, but yeah, I can't get invincible. It's really called invisible. So yeah, <laughs> I have never like if I happen to be in the area, I'll just pop into ICC and think, oh, I'll just I'll just have a crack and see if it. But I've never seriously formed it. Um, I've never popped any alts outside or anything. So it's um, as a Death Knight player, I I should really, shouldn't I? But yeah, just what I've liked since switching to Alliance is uh, one of the longer RPs in the dungeon is gone. Because you don't have the Sourfang RP. Oh. The Alliance one before the Sourfang fight is much shorter than the Horde one. Oh, is really? Yeah. I didn't know uh, that. Oh. The first time I did it on Alliance, I was like, I'd get to that part, and it's like a three-minute RP for Horde side, so I'll usually get up, go do something. It was like, it's like 30 seconds Alliance side. It yeah, was it's like, just oh my mar- god, this is great. Yeah, it's Marauding, mar- Marauding getting a bit cross and angry. And saying, a lone orc against the might of the Alliance. And then you have a fight. <laughs> and uh, and then you, you get more afterwards with Jaina and Virion. But Yeah, you can yeah, run you away don't. from that. Yeah, you, you don't have to sit You'll just hear her crying as you're killing another oh, boss God. in like, the plague quarter. Like, yeah, I, I like Jaina as a character, but that part of me, that, oops, that part of her story still irks me somewhat anyway. <laughs> Never mind. Is there any any moment of the game that really sort of stood out to you and made you sort of sit up and go, holy crap, this is amazing, whether it was like going through the dark portal for the first time or seeing the Wrathgate cinematic or the battle for the Undercity or whether it was, you know, rocking up on Mists of Pandaria or whatever it might be. Is there anything that stands out like that for you? So the Wrathgate was the coolest moment in the game for me. It still is. I went yeah. through it not knowing what it was. So I experienced it completely blind and then had the battle of the undercity. And that's probably why I got as interested in the lore as I have. Cool. Was going through that was just so much fun going into a blind. You don't get that anymore with, with data mining and everything on the PPR. It's hard to be surprised by anything like that. That, and I always laugh the first time I went through the dark portal. It's on my warlock. And I didn't realize you could go over to the right and catch a flight path. So I oh. tried to run past the Fell Reaver at the end and just got stomped. Oh, no. <laughs> and then as I was bringing my ghost back, I saw it. I was like, oh, OK, this makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. I'll better go get that flight point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the dot. I mean, I, I didn't start playing until Wrath. And the Wrath, like, the first time I did Battle for the Undercity, I had no idea what was going on. But the Wrathgate cinematic has stuck with me for forever, really. That's hands down the moment that I went, oh, shit. I'm, I think I'm in trouble with this game because I'm never never leaving it. Um, <laughs> and, and it, you know, the more people we talk to, the more, you, you know, it does come back to those moments. And like, like you say there, I've never really thought of it as being because we now have all this data mining. Because there's so little that actually we don't know about before we get there. So, I guess and I can't fully take credit for that thought. Uh, Dracorus said it in one of our more recent episodes <laughs> that, that we can't be surprised like we were. But I thought about it. I was like, man, he's right. Yeah, yeah. Let's not give him too much credit. I want <laughs> to talk to him about PTR stuff soon as well. 
<laughs> yeah, we're yeah, going to have great about it, though, is he does so much on the PTR. I don't have to play it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am going to be going into PTR. I've had a quick look this last week. I am going to be going into it. And then he and I will do our normal law speculation on it as well. But yeah, he, he likes to get in there a lot. And well, there's, there's a question later on that we'll come back to featuring Decorus <laughs> and his, um, his PTR experiences. But um, what would you say has been your best experience in the WoW community so far? Definitely getting into uh, the, the Timbermaw Tavern Guild mm-hmm. and just hanging out with these people. Um, you know, it sparked some new friendships and like another podcast is going to be coming out of it. Uh, Lex and I are going to be doing a debate show. Oh, awesome. Give us some more information. Uh, so we're we're tentatively setting a date to record our first episode and then start working on getting it out. But we're going to have like a little rapid fire back and forth of choose one and then a bigger topic just to argue about going to be pretty much off the cuff and yep. see what happens after she did the guest episode with us over on LFR. We had a bunch of fun with that. We're like, we're going to, we're going to make a show out of this. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's awesome. Lex Rance is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about that. Is this, is this, can I claim this as a third faction exclusive? <laughs> um, We've talked about it on her stream, but this is the first time it's being mentioned on a podcast. Whoop, whoop. Unless I haven't listened to her show with Manny that just released, unless you. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's on my list, queued up for when I go back to work (laughs) tomorrow. I go Mondays and Tuesdays. I like spin through a lot of podcasts, so yeah. Mm. That that's on that's on the list as well. Now I also have to ask, what has been your worst experience, and how did you overcome it? And what advice would you have for others who might find themselves in a similar situation? So. Before everything came out, I would have said I've had no issues. Then we had, you know, obviously everything breaking about the lawsuit and how terrible Blizzard can be. And it's, uh, I haven't personally had any experiences, but it makes it hard to support the game and yeah, to want to keep playing it and even to a point like creating content around it. Um, we did take a break we kind of weighed our options and kind of was seeing what was coming out of the people working at blizzard and yeah, the people at working at blizzard are still want us to play the game and still want us to support it because if we don't, then all the hard work they're doing and all the suffering they're going through and have gone through kind of goes to the wayside and the game just gets left to the people who support that kind of behavior. So it's difficult sometimes. And there's been days where, I'll open the launcher and be like, I just can't do it today. But uh, just trying to use the, the platforms we have and the voices we have to affect whatever change we can on our end. Yeah, I think it's what you said there about if we all leave, there's only the, the toxic people left. So who then, mm. who's then left to fight the fight and to rebuild and make make the communities good again really so yeah it's it's been hard i mean yeah it's been hard on everybody but i'm glad you guys are back because i love your show (laughs) thank you so where did you find your wow community so you've touched on um joining um the guild you know switching from horde to alliance to join a guild and 
but who you know where does that come from where's that wow community come from for you um really the the communities i'm in as far as wow now all come from finding morally gray on reddit one day <laughs> and i i started listening ended up joining the discord and it's just kind of been the the butterfly effect ever since yeah they have a lot to answer for <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i because before i was I had started playing the game again and I was just playing by myself, which kind of happens. My my best friend still plays, but he goes in and out the same way I did. And I was just playing by myself and I was. Really wanting to read, I was looking to read something about the lore from start yeah. to finish and couldn't find anything. And I was looking through like the Warcraft lore subreddit or something, and somebody mentioned Morally Gray doing it. So I started listening. I started listening about a year in. And I think I caught up in two months and joined the Discord and started meeting all the awesome people, started listening to other shows, and eventually just, you know, kept falling deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole community. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I know uh, Jin still has the Discord up under a different name, and it's still a mm -hmm. brilliant place to hang out. It really is. It's... Um... Well, I mean, you know, friendships have been formed there that I think will last for lifetimes, really. So, um, it's they've left a good legacy. Bless them. Yeah, definitely. Sure. What do you think the community means to you? It's, I mean, especially as we were in the the heart of the pandemic and not going out, it was just such a great lifeline. It was like having, like, going out and hanging out with friends when yeah. we couldn't go out and hang out with friends. It, yeah, it, it saying just about everything was not an understatement, especially <laughs> like Jin's Discord and like the other Discords and Twitter. As these communities that have formed around the shows and everything are so supportive, it's really, really amazing. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does make a difference, especially when online is the only way you can have interactions with people. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, and I, and I think that what's come out of the pandemic is that so many other people who are not playing, you know, they're not connected like gamers are in the same way. They've realized how much they can use the internet for that. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's been very powerful. So we, we were a little more ready for the pandemic than a lot of people were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were. We were like, we've been training for this all our lives. <laughs> it's okay. Deliver the food. Make sure we've got the toilet roll and we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you admire in this wonderful community of ours in World of Warcraft? And what is it that you admire about them? I could go on a tear. <laughs> There's Feel so free. many people, but uh, I mean, you could Jin definitely. I think there's quite a few shows that wouldn't exist without him first taking yeah. the plunge to do a show and the support he's given other shows in teaching hosts how to do everything Allie and the community she's built you've got and then obviously i've got to say dracoris because lfr wouldn't exist if it wasn't for dracoris yeah he does all the notes he does we've done 20 actual episodes i've done one episode of notes <laughs> he does the bulk of the work and he'll say i do more because i do the editing that takes 15 minutes Shh, don't tell him that <laughs> I tell him that every week. I'm like, if you need my help on doing notes, he's like, no, I'll feel like you're doing too much. I'm like, 
I'm doing next to nothing. <laughs> I'm splicing some sounders in. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's a good egg. Bless him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a good some egg. bad takes on on some of his crazy ideas, but oh, a yeah, good guy. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll get into that with him another time. But yeah. Oh dear, but that that rounds up the standard questions, but we have guest-specific questions, which we haven't had for a few episodes, actually, and I, I've brought them back uh, because I had some questions that I wanted to ask you. <laughs> All um, right. So the first one is, what do you wish you'd known when you started LFR Podcast? With LFR, it's not as much. Um, I had the failed attempt at um, at a Star Wars podcast before. And kind of what I wish I, well, even with LFR, um, equalizing audio, I was like manually moving the sliders up for everything. And if I think we were almost 10 episodes or something in, and I I reached out to Jen to ask about something else. And he's like, here, why don't you try this? And it's just like selecting it all and running two different things. I'm like, oh my (laughs) God. Yeah. And uh, the, I could even just notice the difference immediately in the the quality of the sound yeah it's funny isn't it those little tips and tricks that just save you so much time as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right let's let's ask the burning question how do you put up with jacoris's love of proclaiming everything and everyone is dreadlords because i really need some tips please well sometimes i just egg him on so that i can laugh at it um and if you really want to get a voice changing app for your mic oh. and just start talking in a different voice and it breaks him. Oh, because I did that at the end of our our uh, episode 20 because I had just upgraded to the Warcraft Yeti mic. Oh, yes. Yes. And I, I pulled out the, the Lich King voice and the gnome voice and he was I, completely broken and we finished the episode. I, th- I think we need those voices now, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me pull it up. Yeah, because I need I need to be able to counteract his love for for proclaiming everything as dreadlords. And I know that there's been something on the PTR. I'm not going to drop any spoilers, but there's been something on the PTR about one particular dreadlord showing up where he's not supposed to, and Dracoris going, "I knew it." So I'm I'm waiting to uh, play through the PTR and see that for myself, but. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, so basically, whenever he gets on dread, Dreadlords, you just, just do this and he'll start laughing and won't be able to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I Work can like see a charm. That could be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have to get a voice changer up for sure. 100%. 100%. 100%. If you could change one thing in Warcraft lore, what would it be and why? Hmm. I think it would probably be. I think going into Shadowlands, going into nine uh, nine one. Yeah. I wouldn't have the Primus still be around. I would have had the Rune Carver be somebody oh. else and let the Primus have lost in battle. Interesting. It, it, it was too telegraphed, and I just, I maybe I don't like or I don't trust the Primus, but Draka should be in charge of the Necrolords, so the Primus shouldn't be there. 
Well, he's he's definitely not. Uh, I he's not giving us the whole story. The Primus for no. sure. Have you played through the whole Maldraxxus Covenant campaign? Yes. Um, I mean, she does get Margrave, but she, re- yeah, really, she should be in charge. And I, I heartily agree with that. And I, I don't, I don't one hundred percent trust the Primus either. There's, um, there's something he's not telling us. Yeah, if he was um, the one who was the master of domination magic, mm-hmm. why are we struggling so much with domination magic now that he's out? Mm. Uh, yeah. Which is which is all I'll say without getting into spoilers for the PTR. <laughs> it begs some questions, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. Like but if we we've have... got the master of domination magic, why is Anduin still dominated? Yeah, we should, we should have been able to free him already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Poor baby Anduin. Poor boy. Poor wee baby. Poor wee baby. Anyway, we have a couple of well, we have a community question from Shantyman. Um, who has asked, with a year of podcasts under your belt and another project upcoming, haha, he already knew. How do you manage yep, the he's days? He's always in Lex's stream. <laughs> <laughs> how do you manage the days with imposter syndrome? And he says, asking for a friend, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Um, I haven't quite figured that one out yet. Uh, basically, whenever somebody mentions LFR with some of these other shows and just a lot of these great people it's just like nah we're just we're just a little show having fun (laughs) um yeah the idea of having people who are that much of fans of ours and everything is still like mind-blowing yeah yeah it's um it's not an easy thing to overcome the old imposter syndrome and i think each time you take a step forward in progress on anything that you're putting out into the world, you get a little bit of it and then it might fade away for a little while, but it always comes back. Yeah. I do try to listen to every episode we put out just to try to hear that, you know, did we do a little better with this? Did I do a little better with this? Um, Yeah. Just looking for those incremental progress that does kind of help me keep a frame on if, Every episode we put out is just just a little, just one percent better than the last episode. It feels like a success. Yeah, yeah, because you're always. I mean, I know that we sound completely different to like our first shows, and I know that I sound different as a guest because the first time I guested on a podcast, I was a sweary mess because I was so nervous, <laughs> and I'm not quite such a sweary mess. But <laughs> but the more you do it, the better it gets, doesn't it? So yeah, I mean, this is only same. my fourth guest spot now oh you're you're a dab hand now My, my and then Dracoris and I uh, recorded with Nick at Torn and the Goblin, and now I'm here. Yeah. And, yeah, and with each guest spot, it feels like it gets just just a little bit easier. It does, and um, less intimidating. It is, and I think with Sil, especially. I mean, it's a shame that she's gone on hiatus now, but with her show, she's just she has a real knack for putting people at ease. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and just letting you relax into it really and have a good time. So I think she, it's a shame that she's gone on hiatus because she's very much missed. So yeah. maybe, maybe we can put some pressure on and she'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> so if for any reason people aren't aware of where they can find you on the internet, where can they do so? And is there anyone that you haven't already mentioned that you'd like to give a shout out to? Well, I've also got to give a shout out to to the author of that question, Deshanti. Uh, <laughs> he's got a great stream going over there at twitch.tv slash I believe it's just I believe it's Shantyman Gaming. I can never remember if it's Shantyman or Shantyman Gaming. I will check and put it in the uh, show notes. And he he was he was our first fan at LFR. He was the Aww. first person who listened to our first episode. He was our first review. Um, he may have been the first person in our discord other than us. I forget on that, but he was definitely our <laughs> first fan. So he'll always egg. have it. He'll always have a special place in our hearts for that one. And, and where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Sarith. Um, you can find us at LFR podcast, uh, LFR, a casual Warcraft podcast for the, <laughs> the long technical name. Um, our shows on Twitter at LFR Wildcast, which mostly Dracorus handles that. I'm not on Twitter quite as much as he is. <laughs> He's pretty uh, prolific. <laughs> yeah. He's almost as had, much as me. <laughs> I think we had over 100 followers before we even released an episode. Nice. <laughs> And then I do stream occasionally, uh, no set schedule, just whenever the mood strikes. Yeah. And that would be over at twitch.tv slash Sarith. Nice. All those links will be down in the show notes as well for anybody who missed that. So don't panic. Um, but that's actually the end of the interview. But I have one point to make that I forgot to, I should have put this in the introduction because for those of you who like me, were fans of the Morally Grey podcast and did take part in a few of their quizzes every now and again. Sarith is the law <laughs> king. <laughs> the mammoth quiz that they hosted online, where I think I was up at 2 a.m. and yeah, 2 a.m. and then by 4 a.m. Yeah, I had to nice go back to bed. For you guys. Oh gosh, it was that, painful. Because that thing ran for like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hard man and and, and it I started around eight o'clock for me yeah so it was it was about oof. two i think it was it was either <laughs> one or two a.m and i set an alarm so that i did get up <laughs> but yeah no that was painful but you won in really yep. like and you know in really good style as well <laughs> yeah it was we actually talked about it this past week when we had jen on because you know spoiler alert jen won the debate yeah um <laughs> And he said not to come at him with this, my subpar lore. And I was like, hey, I was the one who won your quiz you did. I mean, mm -hmm. granted, it was me being a click faster than Daros on the last <laughs> question, but I still won. Yeah, it was. It, that was great. That was great. I think, uh, oh, if anybody wanted to do that again, I'd so be there. Even if I had to get up at 2 a.m. again. Uh, we're but that bring we're oh. coming up on a year of LFR in about a month. And wow. we're debating some sort of interactive activity so yeah. seeing as half of our show takes place over in your time zone it'll likely happen in a much better time of day for you i appreciate that thank you <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh dear. Uh, but yeah, that does bring us to the end of the interview. If you want to stick around for the community heroes and shout outs, you're more than welcome to. And if there's somebody that you think you want to add to the community heroes, then again, you can do that too. Um, we'll move into that now. So our first community hero is actually from Shantiman, who says, I'm nominating Gareth, who is at uh, DatV Gaming. So I think that's it might be uh, DatTV, which is at DATV Gaming on Twitter. He's a Final Fantasy XIV streamer who uses his platform to both help Sprouts and to support the National Autistic Society a quality person who uses his platform in the best ways possible. I tip my metaphorical tricorn to him. It's a great nomination. Um, Sir Cappy Poo, also known as Capo, he slid under the wire with this nomination because I'd already written the show notes and he got it in at 5am this morning. <laughs> so, you know, once I write the show notes, usually that's the cutoff, but he's he slid in. Um, and he's nominating none other than our lovely friend Ali, Ali Andrus, for, for Community Hero this week because of her impassioned update on the ABK happenings the last few weeks on her various podcasts. Also, if you haven't been following her chill streams on Twitch on Sunday nights, you're denying yourself a great night of relaxing banter full of comedic fills from her playthrough of the Monkey Island games. So if you're a Monkey Island fan and you happen to be able to catch Ali um, over on Twitch, then that sounds like a good night on a Sunday night. I'll obviously put links into those as well um, in the notes. And my nomination for Community Hero this week is Jess Gonzalez. She's been the firebrand driving force who has done so much for the A Better ABK campaign and has recently taken the decision to retire to the inn and eat some mana cakes. We wish her all the very best in her new role and pledge our swords, swords and shields to carry on the fight in her stead. Suffer well, and Jess. Even, even since she's left, she's still as outspoken in fighting for yeah. better conditions I, for the I think her, employees. I think her final day is the end of this week. Um, I think she had to work out two weeks' notice. Um, but the, one of the really interesting things was that once she put, made her resignation public, the share price dropped 2%. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I like that. I, I that's loved, power right there. And I loved the barb at, at Bobby at the end of that because yep. he deserves it. Oh, he does. Yes. He 100% does. Um, we only have one shout out this week, and this came from Josh on Twitter, who is at Greensmower1. Um, and he not, he did a shout out for us and said, uh, Bricko, Demi and the Third Faction Show making a great community for players in the world of Warcraft. Thank you very much, Josh. We really appreciate that. Um, but that is it. Very swift show today because we are like, we are missing Bricko and his lovely <laughs> insights because normally we have like, you know, three of us chatting at least, if not more. Um, but we'll be back in another couple of weeks on our next show will actually be our Christmas show. Um, and I, I might have something up my sleeve for that. So um, watch for our, on our Twitter um, for that one. But we will still have our community heroes and more from uh, the world of gaming. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at The Third Faction Show, which is at three, the number three, RD Faction Show, or me, I'm Demetinoth, at D-E-M-E-T-E-R-N-O-T-H, or Bricko, who is on at Bricko Stud, which is B-R-I-C-C-O-S-T-U-D. 
You can sometimes catch the show live on Twitch, but do check our Twitter for when we're doing that. We haven't been doing it for a while now, but maybe in the new year, when my IRL life has eased off a bit, we can get back to that. For anything else, you can find it on the website, which is thethirdfaction.com, where you can find the link to the Discord. For our Discord, you can hop in there. We ask our, our Discord guys, get first shout at questions and community heroes. Um, so you can always um, jump in there and join that. You can email the show on the third faction show at gmail.com. If you would like to support us, you can do so on patreon.com slash the third faction show. We will always be free, but your support does help us cover the costs. Yes, this is not free for us to produce uh, and will enable us to bring you more. You can also leave a review for us on your chosen podcast platform or at warcraftradio.com slash directory. But if none of those things are for you, the very best thing you can do is tell your friends about us. We continue to stand with the, the employees of Activision Blizzard King and their demands. End abuse in gaming. And remember folks, be kind to yourselves and each other. 